0: back episode was 59 now arthur
1: i'm donovan
0: and the, it's it's a show about relationships we talk to you about your relationships our relationships and relationships generally it's a show about relationships donovan how are you
1: i'm great i've been spending the entire day arthur the entire maybe the entire week developing a new bit would you like to hear it
0: please please regale us okay
1: Okay, are you familiar with the 1990s f- film by Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump? I am familiar with Forrest Gump. Yes. Okay. What if What if it was Forrest Comp? I was coming. Uh-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hold your applause. Uh, 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 Hold your uh, applause. Uh, 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 <laughs>
0: He did. Yeah. He did come in that movie. We didn't see it, uh,
1: but he did. Yeah, and th- this one in this one you definitely see it. I'll tell you <laughs> what. We should you just write the porn
0: parody and called Forest Comp."
1: There we go. Big idea. Uh but just also a reminder to the listener to follow your dreams cuz that was that is at least 7 sleepless nights in the writers room to come up with that gem.
0: <laughs> I love look it. Look how
1: it paid off.
0: I, Arthur, I'm tickled by that. That's very good.
1: Arthur, I'm doing great, though. I spent the entire uh, last month working on a bit. Would you like to hear it?
0: Yeah, sure.
1: Okay. Are you familiar, Arthur, with the 1990s uh, Tom Hanks film Forrest Gump?
0: <laughs> I I am familiar with that film. Okay.
1: Get this, uh, Forrest Dump. I was pooping. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, get it. All right. You fucking yep. get it. Yep. Yeah. Wherever yeah. I was going, I was pooping. Yeah. Okay. Fucking sure. Perfect.
1: High quality. Sure. Yeah. How are you doing? Besides enjoying <laughs> these fucking crafted, uh, I'm doing, crafted
0: gutbusters. I'm doing really great. I had game five of my X-wing league tonight, and I defeated my opponent without uh, taking. Uh, significant damage on any of my on any of my ships I did very good I defeated him zero to two hundred it was very good
1: hell yeah did you name it on that noob I did do I... people get pissed do people get pissed when you stomp on them
0: a little bit yeah or like um if your dice are doing really well like if um you know i uh, my game last week I played against this dude who he was very he's very good at the game he actually ran the first tournament I ever went to like he was you know he's been involved in the scene for a very long time. And uh it's not that I flew poorly, I think I did rather well tactically, but also my dice were just insane, and I could I could feel his rage. He was not pleased.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's got to hurt if it's just a bunch of
0: lucky dice rolls, That's oh, each yeah. one of those dice rolls is just Arthur kicking you in the nets. It's yeah, it's hard for people to, to accept that from my goofy ass. Uh also, yeah. Donovan, rule of threes. I gotta have a third one. That's
1: funny you mentioned that because uh, you know you're talking about you know stomping on the competition yeah uh, we've mentioned before I used to do a stand-up when I was in Los Angeles and uh, Arthur there is a world's funniest joke competition okay. uh, which i won um, Wow. leading uh, you know the 69 of my opponents to uh, commit ritual suicide on stage after this final uh, gut gutbuster mm-hmm. uh, would you like to hear
0: it I would very much so okay.
1: Okay to premise though, are you familiar? Um, uh, little 1990s Tom Hanks film by the name of Forrest Gump.
0: I never heard of it
1: before. <laughs> well uh, okay so not maybe not as important okay so like 1990s uh, Tom Hanks film Forrest Gump except for it's it's Forrest Trump Arthur.
0: <laughs> okay All right. I was
1: Cove Fey Fa Inc.
0: I thought you were oh, gonna you go fat
1: orange fuck get a wreck.
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna go uh with Forrest Bump and it's just him like doing rails. Uh, there we go. I was I was snorting. I was snorting, yeah yo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, despite despite all the effort that goes into these, I probably got like another twenty in my pocket. Okay. So uh, you know, maybe maybe I'll hand grenade them throughout the show and uh <laughs> Really, really, you know, just make the flow that much better.
0: Yeah, nothing could these, please me uh, more.
1: With these fucking gut busters. Well, hell yeah. Good to, uh, good to hear you're doing well. Good to hear that I'm still fucking hilarious. Uh, <laughs> you want to find out if we're still good at answering questions?
0: Let's find out. Hey, uh, hey, Donovan. What's it? Why do men forget decency and manners after receiving my nudes? <sighs> Why? Hello, 20, female, new to the dating scene. Only recently lost virginity and have a casual F with B. That's friends with benefits for everybody who's been paying attention. Thank you. I've been talking to guys from Tinder for a couple weeks now. I'm sort of looking for another FWB, maybe a relationship. I'm having the worst luck with matches. Without fail, when the conversation messages shift to a sexual nature and pictures get exchanged, men cancel dates and stop responding. It happens every time. I love my body, and I love post taking and posting nudes, so I like to share my content. After a few exchanges, the conversation ceases, usually after he's gotten off slash finished. I want a man who can talk about any topic and appreciate my nudes. Is that too much to ask for? TLDR, getting ghosted after sending and receiving nudes, what should I do or change? And that was posted by chocolate orifice <laughs> oh what a name oh, what a very name. strong uh maybe you are very ugly <laughs> Hey, who knows <laughs> could be they're no. like every <laughs> 20 year old's kind of hot like you look back at you like pictures you like I look at pictures of me when I was 20 and I thought I was like a fat ugly shit and then I'm like damn I look like I wish I looked like that now yeah yeah no,
1: f- fucking around with that. Um, I'm thinking two factors in this. Um, you know, you're you're on Tinder here, and if you're getting kind of quick to the sexual conversation, uh, I, there's kind of there's kind of you know a couple mindsets on Tinder. You got people on there who are trying to hunt down a relationship. You got people on there who are just trying to fuck. And uh, I think a good proportion of men on there probably just trying to fuck. And I think if you're talking and you just kind of jump to the sexual stuff, it, it doesn't sound like you're even going out or anything first. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just kind of chatting back and forth and, and then you're sending nudes. Uh, you know, you've kind of fulfilled that interest and I can see him kind of being like, okay, and, and fucking out of there. And, yeah. you know, there's nothing nothing wrong, you know, on your part if that's, if that's what you're into. Uh, you know, sending the nudes. But if you're trying to Trying to have a longer term thing here, you know, maybe maybe ask him out on a date, uh, as opposed to just kind of you know going through the whole the whole process here on, on, on text, you know what right, I mean? Right.
0: Right. Uh, because they're they're essentially having the first date, <laughs> like right out of the gate <laughs> there. Uh, you so like after a few exchanges the conversation ceases, comma usually after he has gotten off slash finished. Um, yeah. He got everything he wanted out of you and, uh, see ya.
1: Yeah. That's the, that's the impression impression I'm getting here.
0: Yeah. Which again,
1: like no, you know, not a dig at you. Right. Um, but just if that's not what you're into, I think you gotta, you know, be in, directing the conversation more towards like, okay, is this person cool or not? And then, and then going out with them. Right. Um, I'm gonna say that she, her main concern seems to just be that she, like she wants something to be, somebody to be chatting with, yeah, like and sending nudes to, and, uh, uh I, I mean I don't know I feel like that just kind of comes down to the to the person, mm-hmm. like I think a lot of these guys are just gonna be motivated for the sexual gratification, but there's definitely people out there you know you can talk to them send them a nude and then they're gonna hit you back up so okay. I don't know maybe you just got a string of, of only sexually motivated guys here
0: and even if they are just sexually motivated if you would like to also have sex with them as opposed to just uh sharing nudes and wrapping things up then uh yeah just hold off on 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 sharing the nudes until you've until you've gotten what you want out of it because it sounds like she's looking for another friend with benefits maybe a relationship so uh, it seems, yeah, it seems to me like people are just getting what they want out of it, just out of the text string, and they're like, "Oh shit, nudes, fap, 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 done. See you later. Never talking to you again. Got what I wanted."
1: Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's what this sounds like. So I don't know. Keep you seem pretty pretty damn confident about this. Somebody mentions that in the comments and she's like, "Yeah, you know, I cheer them so quickly uh because they're not sacred or special in my opinion." And hey, like that's that's not a bad mindset, like fucking own the fact that you're hot. That's that's good times. Um so just I just also don't get discouraged by this. Like if it isn't right. actively bothering you that some guys aren't responding cuz like that's just going to happen in general. You're going to talk to people who are not going to respond. Um, you know the nudes could definitely be a factor in it here with the sexual gratification part but like also that again it's just something that's that's going to happen yeah. so i don't know like you know depending on your interest like we're saying maybe aim more for conversation and delay the nudes there you know or if you want to keep doing that it might just be a waiting game yeah. and i mean maybe you're filtering out some dudes who don't have interest besides nudes nice right
0: <laughs> dudes who love nudes
1: Dudes that love dudes. I like it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hold out or change your strategy. It depends what your motivation is.
0: Nice. I like it.
1: I do, too. Arthur, you know what else is nice? What's nice? 1990s film uh, by Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Have you heard of it?
0: Yes. Yes, I have. Okay.
1: Oh, look fucking good. Uh, I was worried. I was worried (laughs) I didn't have context for this one. Arthur, Forrest Sump. Okay. I was a small pump installed in the lowest part of a basement or crawl space. Its job, my job, was to help keep the area under the building dry and to prevent it from flooding.
2: <laughs> I fucking hate this show. I hate it. Oh,
1: man. I'm, I am the funniest fucking person on the planet. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: And M26 can't get over breakup from F267. (laughs) Oh, man. Come on. It's been, what, fucking, what's a lifespan? It's been, like, 167 years since she passed, dude. You can get over it at this point. Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) You would think somebody uh, who is 267 years old might be able to, like, you know, work a little harder and keep a relationship together you've been, you've been dating for probably like 250 years you figure you'd have it down by now
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah practice evidently does not make perfect get it together uh, no but of course we typo joke uh, on account of this is the situation XF26 broke up with me M26 about 7 months ago and I just can't seem to move on We broke up because I basically have issues that I refuse to get help with. The breakup is completely justified. To make things clear, I do not want to get back together. We dated for about three years, and she didn't want to settle down. I just can't seem to move on. She's moving to another state, clearly moved on. I completely understand that she wants nothing to do with me, but just can't seem to get the willpower to talk to other girls or even not think about her. TLDR... Causing severe anxiety. <laughs> it's not really TLD either, but right. Any advice? And that was posted by Bren Z.
0: You gotta, you gotta quit thinking about her, man. You gotta delete all the pictures off your phone. You gotta uh, block her on social media. You gotta fucking kick her out of the group chat. You gotta do all these things. You gotta get the fuck away from her. You have to take some time and some space. And it's still gonna fucking hurt, but you're not gonna be... You're not gonna be picking the scab quite as much if you make like a real fucking clean break and just don't just don't don't
1: there we go your your heart won't heal right if you keep tearing out the sutures, yeah the postal service yeah let's listen to some of that music you know get get real fucking sad about it or let it all out and then go on a blocking spree um because on the one hand, you know this—it is isn't abnormal. Like it can take a really fucking long time to get over somebody, especially if you know the relationship was was good, or if you've got a lot of fond memories there, and, and that's cool. Um, but you got to recognize, and it sounds like you do, your, your goal is to get over that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And as Arthur's saying, you know, if you're, you know, you're leaving pictures on your phone, you're leaving her on social media, and it sounds like that, you know, she's moving to another state. Every fucking time that you come across one of those pictures, which is going to be all over the place. You're going through your, your photos, you know, just trying to find that meme that you, your buddy has sent you. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's your girlfriend and, oh, the fucking smell of her hair. Mm. And you just have a fucking breakdown. They're just tiny little triggers all over the place. And you got, you know, they're in places you're at in your everyday life. And, of course, that's going to prompt memories and it's going to make it harder to get over her. So as Arthur said, clear that fucking shit. Blocker on everything, like, actually give yourself the space here to get over this. And it's, you know, it might take more time. Don't don't hate on yourself here for, you know, it being seven months on and you're still not over it. Again, that's, that's not abnormal. It's okay. Um, and don't put that pressure on yourself to, like, rush this. But again, just all those pictures, all those social media posts are fucking roadblocks in this process. And you can just get them out of the way. You don't have to navigate that. 'Cause this is fucking hard enough already.
0: True. And uh anytime you find yourself feeding into like obsessive thoughts about her, uh, you gotta you gotta sort of like as a Pavlovian exercise. Like, uh I don't know, fucking punch yourself in the balls every time you start thinking <laughs> about her. And then uh you will come to associate her memory with horrific ball pain. There
1: we go. Yeah, big fucking idea. But but for real, de- yeah, derail those thought processes. Yeah. You know, you're 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 letting those thought those thoughts control you. You know, if you're going down this wormhole every time, and that that is something you can like actively work on changing. We've mentioned this before. I recommend meditation for this sort of thing. It's helped me. I've dealt with spiraling thoughts, and but it just in general, the goal is that when those thoughts start coming up. Instead of, you know, letting them drive and, and riding that fucking thought process to the sadness spiral it's going to take you to, you just be like, oh, I'm thinking about this shit again. You don't try to force it to stop, Be you acknowledge that you're doing it again, and you just try to focus on something else. And every time it happens, you just keep trying to do that. Mm-hmm. And you don't, you know, kick, kick yourself in the butt or, or give yourself a hard time for thinking about that. But you just nudge yourself away, and over time, that's going to be easier. Yeah, and yes, if you associate that with the thoughts with ball pain, it will probably be easier.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, the case. Well, we've done it again, Donovan. <laughs> we, we have done it again, but for real. Good
1: luck. I know both of us have have been in a very similar situation to this. It sucks, ass. We sympathize. Just again, recognize that this shit is normal, and don't don't be beating yourself up about you know something that. Eh, Anybody who feels anything is going to go through when they lose somebody they care about. Absolutely. So it'll be it'll be all right. Absolutely.
0: Well, hey, uh I got a, I got another qu- question for for you. Do you want to hear this question, please? I do want to hear the question. F22 fighter jet, married. Nice. I have been with my husband. Oh wait, sorry. Is it normal to dream about past loves? F22 fighter jet, married. I've been with my husband for almost three years. I should start by saying I love my husband more than anything. There's nothing wrong slash stressful about our marriage. We're both very happy, sex life very active, and, in quotes here, spicy. (laughs) There is nothing wrong in my marriage. I would not change anything. But every now and then, I have these dreams about a past love. We were never in a relationship or intimate with one another. We were just very close friends for a long time, eight years. The timing was never right, etc. I even got some closure as to why we never dated, since we both used to have feelings for one another. Usually the dreams are romantic in nature. Dates, cuddling, kissing. Every so often they are sexual, and I wake up feeling very guilty. Obviously, I know I didn't cheat, but I still don't like it. I love my husband, and I'm happy with him. I have no desire to leave my wonderful husband to be with this man. None. So my question is, TLDR, is it normal to dream romantically about other people if you are truly, completely happy in your current relationship? Does it mean anything? And that was posted by our old friend, throwaway string of numbers.
1: Oh, man. Okay, is it normal? Yes. Yeah, this is fucking mm-hmm. normal. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, this, this person was... A significant aspect for a good chunk of your life. Eight years. Uh, yeah, and you're 22, and you got married when you were 19, which uh, you know I'm not going to judge you. Actually, I, I, I totally am. I think that's absurd. <laughs> um, but you're you're young. That was a good fucking chunk of your life, and it was a close relationship. And I don't know when you're dreaming, shit from your past comes up. Yeah. You know, and but there's no there shouldn't be guilt associated with that. Like people dream a wild shit. Yeah, I have a recurring dream where I can hold my uh, the sides of my jacket out and fly around like a like a sugar glider.
0: That's tight as fuck, dude.
1: That's pretty cool. I've even gotten better at it as I've continued to have the dream. But does that mean that I am a sugar glider? Yes. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> uh, chirp, chirp, sugar glider noises. No, <laughs> no, it does not. It's just it's just something it's just something that comes up it's something that happens, so like don't don't be giving yourself guilt about that, and it, just 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 take it easy on on things like this mm-hmm. like if this is if this is the main thing that you're worried about in your relationship, you're fucking fine, you yeah, you're know? doing great yeah, and as you said, your, your shit's been going well, so don't just don't don't worry about that and uh yeah, I don't know, I think that applies It doesn't mean anything too. You know, it means that you had a substantial relationship there, but like, also that's fine. Like, don't don't be disallowing yourself to like, you know, have those memories of feelings or like maybe even residual feelings there. Like, as long as you're committed to this relationship, it's not. It's just not a fucking big deal.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: people got lots of feelings. Don't don't get all winged out by that because you're monogamous.
0: Yeah. Or you are actually spirit bound with this man and he is visiting you in your dreams to lure you back to him in which case he is a sorcerer and you're going to have to find uh like his phylactery that he stores his soul in and uh destroy it to prevent him from uh, uh sending his metaphysical form into your dreamscape there we go that's that's the real advice yeah put a circle of salt around
1: your bed uh-huh yeah you know? yeah I don't know anything about the, uh, the alleged paranormal that's pretty I good think that's got something to do with ghosts. salt It'll circles also prevent good. snails It'll also prevents snails from climbing <laughs> up in your bed and climbing in your mouth while you're sleeping. that'd that's be true. even worse than these dreams.
0: That's bonus protein though that's not a bad thing that's some that's some french it's delight
1: protein and uh and chitin
0: <laughs> I believe it's pronounced Isn't that what it's called chitin
1: is it chitin? I believe it is pronounced chitin. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that because the word chit always cracked me up for some reason. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. It. I, yeah. wanted,
0: I wanted to mention that, uh, like, so you have your hold your jacket out sugar gl- sugar glider dream. I have mm-hmm. a dream that I can, like, uh, do, like, bounding leaps over very long distances that, Ooh. like, that I kind of, like, I, like, jump and then I float back down to the ground and then I jump again and I can jump really far. I've never had, like, full flight, but I can, like, bound.
1: Have you had a similar experience where, like, you start recognizing the dream while you're in it or, like, mm-hmm. at least being familiar with the technique? Yeah. Ah, oh, man. That's so cool to me.
0: And then, like, uh, you feel like you can almost do it. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you're, like, you even have the thought to yourself, I'm going to remember how to do this. I'm going to keep it. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to keep that in mind. Yeah. No, yeah. And you wake up yeah, and you're yeah, like, you're ah, like- fuck, corporeal reality. Damn it. Uh. Exactly. No, I get very
1: excited about it. Oh, like, I remember this from from the dreams that I've had. Just completely unaware that this is a dream, too. And then when it works, then it's like, holy fuck.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, it does yep. not actually work. Fucking corporeal reality, man. It's a bummer.
1: Or maybe it does, dude. I'm going to go grab my jacket and jump out the window. I'll be back in about five minutes. I'm okay. going to go for a little glider reel. Okay, cool,
0: cool. I'm going to jump really high and land and shatter my pelvis. All right, (laughs) sounds good.
1: Sounds good. All right, well, how about we how about we put these talents to to good use? Actually, you uh, you do a bounding leap. I'll do a sugar glider glide into the god fucking damn question box.
2: Asking all them
1: questions,
2: asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making
1: statements, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions Why are you asking all them questions Making statements
2: Until...
1: Yes, it is the question box Where
2: you The
1: home of listener questions The home of anonymous listener questions For those who don't know We've got our anonymous question box on the show You can submit your questions We'll read them on the show We'll respond to them We don't give a shit what they're about Tell us about your dreams I don't know, that shit's pretty cool
0: Yeah, we like that Anyways,
1: you want to do that Uh, Go on our Instagram bio, click the link in there, type your question into the box. You don't have to even make an account or nothing. Or go on our website, co, And uh, on the bottom, it says ask a question or something along those lines. Just click that link, type it into the box, and, uh, yeah, we'll get after it. Making it
0: easy.
1: Making it easy, indeed. Well, uh, Arthur, you want to? We got three in there this week. You want to? You want to start getting after these?
0: Do we really have three? Because it looks like we have uh, two, and one got posted twice. Son of
1: a bitch! Okay,
0: you've f- got fucking damn it. I got excited.
1: <laughs> I got excited. Oh, quick side note: Also, I got excited. We're about to hit our fucking hundredth question, which what I mean? guess is now two out because we have this double. Uh, anyways, if you're listening to this, and uh, you know you're going to be listening again next week, Dad, why don't you fucking post one? And uh, maybe make a little comment in there about like a topic for a song you'd like to uh, like us to sing about. you know perhaps it's 1990s Tom Hanks film Forest Gump mm-hmm. and we'll add that as a little fucking hundredth question celebratory segment to the next show. Uh, but in the meantime, here's what we've got this week. Here come. If your significant other cheats on you and leaves you for another person, would you get even or let the relationship crash and burn? on its own
0: the temptation to reap vengeance upon those who have wronged you is very strong and very alluring but ultimately it doesn't do anything for you like you're not gonna feel better after slashing their tires or some shit actually one of the fucking people i work with um her boyfriend uh, broke up with her and then he begged her uh to take him back and she was like not interested you can go ahead and fuck off keyed her car smashed her fucking passenger side window in and uh, now he's going to jail because he broke a fucking temporary protective order. it's just not good like don't don't do it you're gonna end up in jail you're gonna end up fucking it's bad don't get even with anybody you're already well, even you're already even with them you're both humans you're doing it you're doing the best you can
1: That yeah, definitely and you're, an, and you're just a fucking asshole if you do those things. True. And I, I understand the temptation, because getting cheated on, that fucking sucks. And you're real fucking pissed. And, you know, you want to hit him in the balls and peen with a ball-peen hammer. <laughs> That's
0: but why you, it's you called that. You can't do
1: this. It's, exactly, it's literally, literally exactly why it's called that. Uh, but you, you, you can't do this. And not, not even is it, like, not doing anything for you in the long run. Like, you're, you're actively going to be fucking yourself up there. Worst case in terms of, like, maybe you're going to jail because you really fucking overstepped it here. But at the very least, like, you're staying involved with this toxic-ass person by trying to exact revenge upon them. You're letting them dominate your fucking thoughts and emotions, mm-hmm. you know, after they've fucking dipped on you it, by, by, like, continuing to engage with this shit and staying, like, mad about it and all that. And again, like, that's a fucking human impulse. This shit's infuriating. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I understand here. But, like, if you, if you want to heal from this you gotta just cut same thing we said about that last question mm-hmm. cut all the fucking contact burn all of the reminders and give yourself fucking space to heal from this as opposed to just diving back into the cesspool by you know fucking keying their car or what have you
0: yeah I believe the relationship has already crashed and is currently burning uh, so just just make the make the exit as clean as you can and move on with your life
1: there we go now that wording took me a second because uh, I thought they were I'm like well this person left you like yeah the relationship has already crashed and burned Yeah. I think they're talking about their ex and like this new person oh. and you know what yeah it's probably not a bad read dude if somebody fucking cheats on you and dips probably a shitty person relationships and yeah mm-hmm. that, that relationships you know they fucking deserve each other that relationship is probably going to crash and burn I don't know take solace in that fact but don't be, don't be like monitoring that or like yeah. keeping in here out, you know, because yeah. again, that's staying engaged. You want to do the opposite of that. You want to mm-hmm. get the fuck, get the fuck out of this, uh, you know, the, the mental arena of, of breakup feelings.
0: Yeah. Make your escape yeah. for sure. Make your escape.
1: Good luck to you though. We know it sucks. But it's going to work out. You'll find somebody who's not an asshole. True.
0: Hey, guess what? What is it? If you were in an abusive relationship, or you had a child with them, and you see real character growth, would you give it another chance in the future? Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't think
1: I would. Yeah. yeah. That's, that, that's difficult. Um this is, I don't, there's a, there's a few like ways we could approach this. Uh, an episode or two ago, we were talking about, you know, shitty kind of abusive relationships. If they take the form of something concrete, like maybe your ex had this drinking problem, you fucking broke up because of it. Uh, and you know, now they've been in AA for fucking four years and are like doing well and have apologized. Like that's one thing, you know, there's the concrete change. Um, and that's kind of on you if you could build that trust back. I would assume that kind of depends on how fucked up things got, like, when they were on the sauce in the relationship. But, like, that's, that's a concrete change that can be made. There's no real dancing around that. Like, you know, if they've got a fucking sponsor and proof that they're doing the thing, you don't see them out there getting drunk. They're very different. Like, that's one thing. But if this is, like, you're coming out of this emotionally, especially physically abusive relationship. Yes. You know, and and now all of the sudden, no, like, I'm doing so much better, and oh, no, I care, like, I shouldn't have done these things. Like, that's classic fucking abuser move. Like, that Mm -hmm. is literally the move. When you finally break free of their grip, oh, they're gonna fucking love-bomb you, is the term I've heard, Yep. where they just pretend to be this model person, and oh, like, oh, these stuff changed, and all these things, and then as soon as you let them back in, they're going straight back to the fucking garbage. And if I had a child involved there, I would not want to fucking take that risk, of of bringing that person back around,
0: so absolutely,
1: I'd say I'd say certain cases maybe certain cases, absolutely fucking not. I'm
0: gonna go with uh, uh, okay, my my heart. I'm gonna say a hard and fast rule is never again the things that sucked before. I've said it before, I'll say it again. The things that sucked before will continue to suck. You get back together with somebody uh, after a breakup, uh, if, if it was an abusive relationship, uh. You know, abuse tends to come in degrees. Uh, If they were physically abusive towards you, that is an absolute no, because you're bringing your child back into a situation with a potentially dangerous person. Uh, So that's absolutely a no. Uh, If they were emotionally abusive and manipulative towards you, that's also a fucking no, because that's not an environment you want to raise a child in. Uh, And this real character growth you're mentioning... Could be, could be this love bomb shit we were talking about. Could be somebody, it could also be somebody under duress. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, so we're broken up. And so they they think to themselves, okay, all right, I gotta, I gotta make a change here. I gotta deserve this relationship again. And so they, they do some work on themselves. They get a little bit better and then you come back to them and they go, great, I did it. And then they start to fucking backslide into their previous shitty behavior. Yeah, there you go, because they, they didn't
1: have fucking time, you know, to fucking get over get over those shitty behaviors and change as a person.
0: All right. So I'm, it's going to be a no for me, dog. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. Spe- I'm going to say especially if you have a kid, because it seems like that would be, like, a reason to come back. You know, oh, we want to raise this child together. Uh, but I think protecting them from the shitty abuse is paramount.
1: Yeah, I'm, i I'm full on with you. I'm going to say in vast majority of cases, definitely not, especially, especially in the case of physical abuse. Yeah. Play it, play it on the safe side. You know, I don't know. Good, good on you having the impulse. You know, I can see you're caring about your child. Like you want them to have both parents there. Like, I, I think that's a good, you know, thought to be having. Um, but I think avoiding the risk of. Terrible! Your your kid having to be around terrible fucking things, like let alone being the victim of them, like that risk way the fuck outweighs like the the positive of this person coming back. True, because it is it's a fucking gamble, man. Yeah, dog. But again, I don't know. I don't know the severity of this. You know, if a cut and dry thing, maybe like alcoholism, I, maybe, maybe I think people can fucking change. But again, it just it's just risky. It worries me. Yeah.
0: Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, uh, anonymous poster. We're pulling for you. Stay strong. Uh, don't let the snake back in the house. There you go. Yeah,
1: we believe in you. You're fucking tough. You're like Forrest Gump out there. (laughs) Strong. (laughs) Running big distances. (laughs) Arthur. Yeah. Did you understand that reference that I just made?
0: Uh, About the uh 19... Let's get the fucking date of the film. Hold on. <laughs>
1: if it's not 90s, I'm going to be pissed. It, it, it definitely is, it's is gotta 90s. It's got to be 90s. Okay. okay. Forrest Gump. Uh,
2: 1994,
0: which is actually what I was going to guess. I am familiar with the 1994 for film Forrest Gump.
1: Oh, excellent. I'm glad that you had the context on that one. I, I really, really do appreciate it. I Appreciate honestly
0: you. at the top of the show when you when you did the you did the bit, right? And can yeah. I talk for a second more? And then you dropped right back into the bit, I thought I was dissociating. <laughs> no you did, either, exact, you're not... you did exactly uh, the same. We... I checked the fucking timestamp, like where we were in the episode. Like clearly we've been talking for <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, you're not dissociating. Uh not dissociating, but but have you You ha- okay wait, you have heard you have heard of the movie. We've established that. Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh what about what about Forrest Pump? Okay. I was lifting weights multiple reps of lighter weight to aim for hypertrophy.
0: <laughs> what is hypertrophy?
1: Uh it's when it, like growth of like physical size growth of muscles as opposed to like strength growth. I don't know if that's even like a real thing. It's kind of debated on like weightlifting forums. If you know that heart, hard and fast rule about like more reps is like the bodybuilder thing and like heavier weight for lower reps is like the powerlifting thing. Cause yeah. like kind of, but also like why would one just make your muscles get bigger, but not stronger. I don't know. That's the kind of the traditional wisdom there.
0: I thought a hypertrophy was just like a very good trophy. <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: yeah if you get a hundred if you get a hundred reps you get a trophy if you do a thousand reps you get a hyper trophy <laughs> let's, let's move on let's get it. all right cool well I definitely get a hyper trophy and uh I 33m hit my girlfriend 28f's car with my car and now she won't talk to me it was an accident. I honestly didn't see her car parked behind mine. I reversed into it and I left a dent. I apologized a lot and offered to pay for the damages, of course, but she refused and went back to her home. Now it's been a couple of days and she hasn't answered any of my texts or calls. Not that I've been calling her a lot. I got the message. She doesn't want to talk right now. Should I just wait until she wants to talk? For how long? Is there anything I could do so we are back talking to each other? We've been together for almost a year. TLDR, TLDR hit my car and got the silence treatment. That's not a teal. That's, <laughs> That's not what you just said. TLDR, you, you, this dude hit his girlfriend's car and now she won't now she won't fucking talk to him. That okay. was posted by z o Ranger. Sure, I thought it said Zero Anger. Zeo Ranger. Zo Ranger.
0: Oh man. Uh, I think you. I think you did everything right except for you know backing into her car, you know. So you back into her car, and the main issues at play here are fuck. Now I gotta make a fucking insurance claim. It's a big pain in the ass. It fucking sucks. Um, and you go. I'll pay for it, of course. I'll you know I'll take care of it. I'm so sorry. That's all you can do, because you you had an accident. It happens. Uh. So, I don't know. I think she's being a little shitty not talking to you. I think that I, sucks. I think so,
1: too. I think so, too. I understand getting super frustrated, because shit like this sucks. You know, you gotta go to a body shop. Even if somebody else is gonna pay for it, like, I don't know. Financial shit like that, it's just a stressful thing. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you, dude. That doesn't call for fucking not flat out not talking to you for a couple days.
0: That's fucked up. That's not yeah. cool. Fuck the silence treatment, also. Like giving somebody fucking, the silent treatment sucks. For fucking real.
1: It, it, it it's petty. It makes them it, it it's such like just a horrible fucking isolating thing when you care about somebody and you're feeling guilty about this shit and then like you can't even fucking apologize or anything cuz they're they're flat out, you know, giving you the brick wall. Yeah. I there's there's got to be something else going on here. That's bizarre. That's really really strange.
0: Yeah. Don't like it. Uh <laughs> User IW2B says, don't admit fault, and then file a police report and say she rear-ended you. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's the big idea. <laughs> that's that's the huge. Big idea. That's very big. No, I, I, if I was you,
1: I'd be fucking upset about this, you know? You, you, assuming your story is fucking accurate here, and I'll take them at their word here, that that's garbage of them, you know? Yeah. Accidents like this happen, even if it's fucking stressful, like you're, you're offering to fucking support and all of that. And like the worst thing to do in that situation is just like run off and curl up with your stress, and like not talk to your partner here, yeah, who could potentially ease a lot of the stress and is fucking offering to. So this is, I, I'd be I'd be pretty upset about this that they've they've just dipped on you. Um. It, so I mean, it, but like I said, this is fucking abnormal. This is not a normal response to an accidental situation, you know, of this level of stress to just go completely dark on you. And so I'm wondering, like, have there been any other signs of things being weird between you? Has there been like a history of her getting overwhelmed with like stressful situations and and going dark on you? Like, wh- I'd want to know where is th- where this is coming from.
0: Yeah. As uh, yeah, this isn't normal. That ain't how that ain't how people be. No, it, it it's not. It is definitely not. So.
1: I don't know. If this is maybe, like, a mental health thing and she just gets real overwhelmed with stress, you know, fucking give her space here, you know, and when things have calmed down, be like, hey, like, I can't... I recognize that you're... You know, stress is very difficult for you. Like, I want to support you there, but also, like, you can't leave me in the dark like that. That's a terrible feeling. Um, On the other hand, if stuff's been weird and, you know, maybe you're getting the sense that she's, like, lost interest or, like, isn't feeling the relationship... Or is just a shitty person if she's actively doing this to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it may be time to question the relationship here. Um, and I, I don't know. I would, I kind of, maybe I'm a pessimist here, but I kind of suspect that's what this is. I suspect something bad is going on behind the scenes, and maybe things in the relationship just haven't been that great recently.
2: Yeah.
0: Could be. Maybe this is the, the the thing that put her over the edge. You know, I don't know, you can't. I don't have orgasms with him anymore. He can't cook for shit. Doesn't pick up around the house. He ain't backed into my car. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. Maybe OP is not giving all the details here. It's possible. Also, also a possibility.
0: It's possible. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> hey Donald, what are you chuckling about? Hey, what? What's are that? You, are you familiar with the 1994? Tom Hanks' film, Forrest Gump. Ah,
1: it's a fucking great movie, dude.
0: What if there was one where he developed terminal cancer and it was called Forest Lump? <laughs> I was metastasizing.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what a high fucking brow bit we've got going here. This is great. I love it. This is very I good. Love it. This I is love very it. good. Yeah, my, my, my absolute favorite style of humor, is, as we mentioned before, is just the recurring joke, and it's not very good, but it just, it does get good. And even if it doesn't get good to the people that I continue to tell it to, I'm having a great time. I'm yeah. having a great time.
0: Can confirm, this is what he does all the time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, hey, what do you say we get out of the uh, yep. car accident? yeah. <laughs> With the angry girlfriend, and into the, wow, this is jealousy about weird fucking age difference relationship that's probably going to be a real messy situation. That sounds...
0: Right. I, 32F, am jealous of my exes, 35M, new GF, 18F. Jesus.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: My ex and I were together for seven years, married for three of those, separated for the better part of a year before our divorce in January. I was the one that instigated the separation and the divorce due to our sexual incompatibility, his business, and our vast difference in how to handle finances. He is a good guy, and I think he would never have cheated on me or left me. I just didn't feel our issues could be resolved. During the separation, I met and started dating a wonderful guy that I'm very compatible with and absolutely crazy about. Unfortunately... It is a long distance thing, though we are working on closing the distance due to situations. I don't want to elaborate on my ex has moved back in with me for the last seven months. He's working on a place he bought and will hopefully be out in the next 30 to 45 days. It's definitely been up and down, but the last few months we've gotten closer and I and I think gotten over a lot of our anger and resentment. We've hung out, joked around and been reminded what things were like when they were good. Recently, he started seeing someone. Logically, I don't want him back, and I know I should be happy for him, but every time he makes comments about how great she is or their sex life or he comes in at 1 a.m., I feel a of jealousy, and I really don't know why. Maybe it's because I can't be with mine every day? Or is there a part of me that isn't over him? Any thoughts or advice is appreciated. TLDR, I'm jealous of my live-in ex's new girlfriend, and can't figure out why or what to do, even though I'm in a relationship too. And that was posted by Honey De Boo Boo Bear.
1: <laughs> you
0: can't you can't
1: figure out why you got you were together for seven years and you got divorced in January, dude. Yeah. And now he's living with you with his girlfriend who is what fucking let's do a little math, seventeen fucking years younger than
0: him. Yeah. No. He was graduating no. from high school and she was an infant.
1: Yeah. No, this is this is this is not good. He no. is not a good
0: guy.
2: Why is he back? And
1: Why is he, he here? Yeah, man. You're you're a fucking saint, albeit naive, you know, for for getting past, I'm sure, the emotional distress to help this dude out and let him move in, but you should not have fucking done that. No. And you should kick his ass out. This is completely fucking inappropriate. His relationship's inappropriate. This is fucking unfair to your mental health. Like, you're just sabotaging the shit of your recovery process by having this dude back in your house. Like, I don't care if it's going well. You know, I don't care if he's being cool and, like, things are working out, like, well, behind you. Don't have your fucking ex from January. It's fucking May. Yeah. From fucking January living in your place with you. That's horrible. Yeah. That's fucking horrible. Don't, oh, my
0: God. This is a big mistake. Yeah. I know this chick doesn't want to elaborate on these circumstances, but, by God, I need to know these fucking circumstances. <sighs> Yeah, me too.
1: But even so, I don't. I don't care what they are, you know. Like I, man, I, this dude's going through like a fucking rough spot financially or something. Because yeah. I don't know, he's having his fucking girlfriend over and stuff. It's not like he's been thrown out of the fucking street with terminal cancer. Like clearly, he's he's doing well enough.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But like, even at these extreme circumstances, I would not have somebody that I was together with for seven years and broke up with four fucking months ago, five months ago, just in your place all of the time. God yeah. damn.
0: Yeah, that's fucking raw shit. Not down with it.
1: No, and I I just, yeah, I'd like to know your, your rationale on this. Like, what kind of person are you, that you, you'd, like, just allow that to happen? Like, in and because when I read this, I was like, oh, she moved in with him, and, like, she's stressing about it, but then I'm like, oh... You know, maybe she's going through it's gotta be a horribly rough time to be moving back in with this guy. She's like in some city where she knows nobody else. Um, but like this is you fucking driving the car here. This is your place, you know? Oh man.
0: Yeah. That's dumb as hell. Don't have your ex move back in. Don't. No, d- definitely not.
1: And especially not with this fucking eighteen year this girlfriend who just got out of high school.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? Think about what that. The fuck? You're fresh out of high school and you're dating a thirty-five year old.
1: <laughs> a thirty-five year old who was divorced five months ago and is yeah. living with his fucking ex.
0: But if you're Jesus. If you're thirty-five years old, isn't that the perfect time to date an eighteen year old? You just moved there you, you go. just divorced your ex wife and you're still living in her house. That's when yeah, that's dude. when you really fuck up and start like dating eighteen year olds and like Ugh.
1: Yes, it fucking is, dude. Pick up a fucking daily coke habit. Just keep chucking shit into the chaos, dude, <laughs> yep. dude. Just exactly. keep chucking it in. Exactly. Holy fuck.
0: So good. Oh, man,
1: this is a mess. This is a fucking mess. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, it, fucking answer here. For your fucking sanity, kick this dude out. Do what we've said on these other two questions. Cut contact with this fucking dude. I just, this is bad news. He's dead. it, <laughs> fucking high schooler uh, he's fucking 35 oh man yeah uh,
0: fuck yeah I think so, like, he's I a kept-
1: good guy I don't think he would have cheated on me uh, issues couldn't be resolved I'm, I'm 0% fucking surprised I am 0% yeah. surprised I would be worried if I was you that you were missing all of these red flags to the degree that you're letting this dude live in your damn house mm. god damn dude
0: In the comments down here, so uh, Fallout4Addict says, You allowed him back into your home to live. Why would you ever do that? It's insane. You clearly divorced him for a reason. That is not healthy for you or your new relationship. Get him out, ASAP, and move on. To which she responds, He had nowhere to go at the time, and I had no idea it would be this long. He had been helping with stuff around the house and bills, and it really hadn't been an issue till now. He purchased a place and is fixing it up now somebody else is like sounds like his problem blah 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 blah. then she goes as it were due to my uh no bringing people over to spend the night rule he may be moving out even sooner rather than later so he brought the fucking 18 year old to her house oh my god to go to the bone zone that's... Dude... Whoa!
1: Dude, to my no bringing over people to spend the night rule, unless it's my ex-husband and his child bride. <laughs> that it's Oh, okay. God! Oh, my God. I, I do not mean this in a mean-spirited way. I'm not trying to rip on you, you here, but fucking seek some therapy if you think this is normal. And again, you're a fucking saint if you're worried about this person, you're just trying to help... But like you got to fucking maintain some boundaries, and yeah. to do that, like you got to know what boundaries are, and you, and you clearly don't here. Yeah. Are you familiar? This is causing with, you stress. Are you familiar with boundaries? <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I, I get the impression you've got some other stuff going on here. I would, I would see somebody to to discuss that because this is fucking worrying behavior, even if it came out of like a good place. Nah, oh, dog. Not down with
0: it. Very not bad. not down at all. Don't do that. Very very terrible Arthur you know what's not very terrible what's not very terrible
1: have you ever seen the 1994 film with Tom Hanks Forrest Gump
2: (laughs) yes yes
1: Arthur there's a scene in that film where he and this dude Baba they uh, open Baba Gump shrimp and uh, shrimp is certainly not terrible Alright, why am I seventeen? That's so harsh with my boyfriend seventeen M.
0: No No, you can't change the formula.
1: <laughs> oh, fucking mixing it out. Which way is it gonna go? I'm like fucking Mike Tyson, I'm dodging all over the place. Uh, I'm gonna Mike
0: eat t- your ear. Mike Tyson was famous for stepping into punches. He never he didn't no. really dodge. In fact, um Here's a fun fact. Hugh Jackman, when he was uh, studying for the role of Wolverine, studied Mike Tyson tapes because of that fact, because uh, Mike Tyson knew he was one of the most explosive uh, boxers of all time. He knew that you're going to hit him, but you open yourself up to getting hit like 40 times harder.
1: Well, there you go. I have opened myself up to revealing my lack of knowledge about boxing. <laughs>
0: I just thought thought I'd share that I had the opportunity
1: alright there we go well it's a show about relationships and it's a show about (laughs) boxing
0: yep Floyd Mayweather sucks
1: so why am I 17F so harsh with my boyfriend 17M TLDR is at the beginning but I'm putting it at the end because that's how this works that's a comment for me. That's not the uh, That's not the question. <laughs> we have been dating for almost a year now, and are as serious as teenage relationships are. Firstly, we're both in a very healthy relationship where we both communicate any concern and know each other's boundaries. There's a lot of respect and love in this relationship, and we both are very happy. Which is why I'm so confused as to why I get so easily irritable with him sometimes. I get really annoyed at the jokes he makes sometimes when compared to a friend who could say the same thing and I wouldn't even be half as mad. They're just dumb jokes, too. None have ever been remotely offensive. We've talked about it and he's working on it, but I still haven't worked on my own temper and I'm scared of breaking his spirit and potentially ruining this relationship. I'm so incredibly happy in this relationship, so breaking up with him is not a concern, nor is it what I want at all. I just want to learn how to not be so easily angry, irritable. I'm not even sure myself. Have any of you guys experienced this? TLDR, I'm in a loving and happy relationship where we both love and respect each other, but I'm easily irritable with him, and I'm not sure why. But I want to change that. And that was posted by N-Ricks.
0: Huh. So, you're hanging out with your boyfriend. He says, hey, uh... Hey, hey, <laughs> n- hey, hey, n NREX, are you familiar with the 1990 film, 1994 film Forrest Gump? <laughs> <laughs> you go, and you go, fuck you, Daniel! <laughs> Alright, Daniel sounds like a funny dude. <laughs> yeah, we're, I'm totally on board for him. So he'll, you know, he'll tell some dumb joke and you will be like, fuck, can you shut your mouth? And that's that sucks, it's inappropriate. Um... I don't know. I th- Maybe it's about catching yourself. Like, so I know when I'm overreacting to something most of the time. And I think most people do. Something will happen and you'll be like, why don't you fuck? And you just got to kind of catch yourself at the fuck and just take a second. Just like slow it down, think it through, do a little, you know, a half second Zen meditation or just walk the fuck away. Or do something. It's, I think it's maybe about, like, catching yourself. I got... Okay. All right. You know what? You know what? I'm not going to get mad now. I don't have to get mad right here.
1: I think. I, but, no, I, I feel that. And I don't I don't think that's uncommon when you're when you're dating somebody. Because <laughs> you're saying if somebody else said this, it wouldn't piss you off as much. I think that the difference here is that you're probably around this person a lot on account of your dating. And I think sometimes when you spend a lot of time around people... Like, little things that they'll do consistently that, like, in a vacuum, you would not notice at all and wouldn't be bothered by.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But when it just keeps fucking happening, and since you're around each other a lot, you're probably around each other at times when you're irritable, when you mm-hmm. typically, you know, wouldn't be out and socializing. And so that little combination just makes you snap sometimes. Yeah. And so it's good you're recognizing this and asking about it. And, yeah, I think what Arthur's saying here is is your move. You know that this is excessive... Uh, but say irritability doesn't work like that sometimes you just yeah. fucking snap I can, I can be an irritable person
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but but you gotta work to change that you've recognized that this is an issue you've recognized that you know it, it, it's irrational you hear what he's doing it's really not that big of a deal so just try to catch it, let it go and uh also just don't what are the words for what I'm trying to say here? anything like this where you're trying to change a behavior that you have I would also like you can't force these things like you can't force yourself to stop being irritable because when you really start trying to do that you put all this pressure on yourself and like that makes you more anxious that makes you more irritable and that's terrible in this particular case because I think that's going to contribute to it so not only are you pissed off because he told the fucking Forrest Forrest Gump joke for the umpteenth time but also because like you're snapping and you're like god fucking damn it I just snapped again it just it, it blows up a little bit so like arthur's saying take a step back when these things happen you know feel yourself get irritated a little bit and just be like you know like it, it it's not a big deal i remind yourself the reasons you like this guy it sounds like your relationship's pretty good besides this just try to let it go but i think that's tough for some people to do but the fact that you're asking this question i think shows self-awareness and uh, you know, I, I I don't think this will be too hard for you to work on, given yeah. given that you have that self awareness.
0: I think you'll be I think you'll be good. Um, I don't know. Maybe you try to <laughs> maybe he tells like a shitty joke. You just try to like one up him, like turn your turn your anger into like making a shittier joke. You know. <laughs> I like that strategy. It's pretty strong. <laughs> have you um you heard of the 1994 Tom Hanks film Forrest Gump? I I think I have. I think that won an Oscar or something. Yeah, it did pretty well at the Oscars. Uh I want to do a version of it where he gets um real into like uh competitive eating and gains a whole bunch of weight. Call it Forrest Plump. I was gorging. <laughs> all right, you gotta hit him. You gotta hit him with one before we get out, man. Uh, all right, all right. Let's see.
1: Oh, okay, before I do that, I gotta know if you've heard of uh, 1994 fucking critically acclaimed film, Forrest Gump. It was a gem. It was. Starring Tom Hanks. Uh, but how about Forrest Uh, oh no. Oh no. Hold on. We're gonna do it. I got this. Uh, uh, uh. But how about Forest Clump? I was a bunch of tiny particles of material in a bin, and then when a cat peed. In the bin, I was coming together in a form to make myself conveniently scoopable.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that one was actually—that was the big twist. That was actually the uh, the real line from the film. I highly recommend you check it out if you have
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do one more, so bad. I got a good one. Okay.
1: Fit, fit another one in All right, there.
0: Alright, here we go. Okay, but before I do that I need to uh ask you if you're familiar with the nineteen ninety four Tom Hanks film Forrest Gump. Love it. What about if in that movie he got his legs blown off in Vietnam instead of uh instead of <laughs> Lieutenant Dan call it Forrest Stump. <laughs> I was wheelchair-bound! <laughs> <laughs> oh, high quality. High
2: quality.
1: <laughs> and, then it's, and it's like, a, but Lieutenant Dan, you ain't got no legs. And Lieutenant Dan's like, but Forrest Gump, you ain't got no legs. And then the audience just fucking erupts in laughter. <laughs> I can't, neither of them have their legs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right, this is a garbage fire. Our intro song is the song <laughs> Hanging On by the band Knower, and you can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, and our outro song is the song Stephanie by the Hell. Jesus. Our intro song is the song Stephanie by the Hey Fellas. You can find it at Instagram.com slash the hey Fellows, or go on Spotify and search uh, search the hey Fellows. It's three words, and uh, yeah, they're they're pretty tight.
0: <laughs> Listeners, if uh, if you decide that you want to look up words that rhyme with lump uh, and do dumb bits, uh, feel free to drop them in the anonymous question box or our email at radiofreetopag at gmail.com. Uh, get out on the fun. It's a good time. we I've had, I've had a very, very good time with this. This is this is the dumbest shit we've ever done, isn't it? <laughs> this is a, this I, is, I think so. This is the Nadir. I, so.
1: I took I took a little I took a little nap before this, and this is the first thing I thought about when I woke up. It was uh, Forest Comp? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it's just it's just latched on to my brain like a sticky cum shot.
0: Oh, it's good. I uh, come in my brain um hey I uh, loved having you with us I loved having the show I love all of you individually and collectively and I hope that you have a great week and I hope that you tune in next week for more Radio Free Toad Bag slow winded Forrest Gump played by
1: Tom Hanks has never thought of himself as disadvantaged and thanks to his supportive mother, played by Sally Field, he leads anything but a restricted life. Rather dominating on the gridiron as college football star, fighting in Vietnam or captaining a shrimp boat, Forrest inspires people as a by capitalism. The one person Forrest cares about most, maybe the most difficult to save, his childhood love, the sweet but troubled Jenny, played by Robin Wright. Release date, July 6th, 1994, in the U.S., actor Robert Zemeckis, featured song Forrest Gump, story by Winston Groom, awards, Academy Award for Best
2: Picture, more on TV soon, times are in PT, may vary by TV
1: provided, date Saturday
2: May 18th at 1235